Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, and welcome to episode number 254 of Amber on Podcast. This show is all about doing more good for you and more good for more people. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, you will learn what it means to protect your light and three ways to help you spend more time with the people who let your light shine. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. Every Thursday, I release a new episode and I would love to have you join me. Now, let's get down to the good stuff and let's start the show. Protect your flame, protect your light. Author and researcher Brene Brown talks about teaching kids when they're in third or fourth grade about candle blower outers. Brene says, you have this candle, this flame, this light. This is your spirit, your soul, and your light. Sometimes it will shine really, really bright. And you want to surround yourself with people who, when it is shining bright, think, wow, what a beautiful light, and honor you and your light. You want to be the type of friend that when your friend's light is shining, you say, wow, that is a great light. You want friends who protect your light. You don't want to surround yourself with candle blower outers. We want someone who has room in their life to let our light shine because our light comes with us. But how can we make this happen? How can we protect our light from the candle blower outers? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Here are three ways to protect your flame and keep it shining bright. Number one, check in and review your interactions. Take time after an interaction with someone and check in with yourself. Do you feel energized or depleted? Identifying the way you feel is not to determine whether this person should or shouldn't be in your life. I'm not saying you should cut someone out if they make you feel depleted. Instead, look at this as an opportunity to assess the value this person is adding to your life and compare the feeling you have with other people who do make you feel energized. For example, say you have someone in your life who is a hardworking, dependable person, but every time you talk to them, they complain. They put themselves down. They don't ask you about your life. And when you try to share, they interrupt or hardly pay attention. They show little enthusiasm for your life and your goals and often are ready to play devil's advocate or poke holes in your plans. So you leave most interactions with this person feeling depleted. This isn't to say that people should never challenge you or never complain, but it should be balanced. A conversation with someone who lets your light shine should feel safe, loving, kind, respectful, and energizing. Remember, people are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I believe that everyone we encounter on our journey is meant to be there for a reason, to teach us something, to shine a light on something. So even if the person might be a candle blower outer, doesn't mean they don't have value in your life. But we can get more purposeful in our relationships and choose to foster the ones with people who appreciate and celebrate our light and limit the time we spend with the people who blow out our candle and deplete our energy. Simply taking the time to reflect and check in with ourselves and how we're feeling after an interaction can give us the insight we need to make better choices in relationships. There's a quote I love by author Jane Howard that says, call it a clan, call it a network, call it a tribe, call it a family, 
whatever you call it, whoever you are, you need one. We need people in our lives who support us. The more we foster those relationships, the better life we live. When we have people in our life who let our light shine, celebrate our light, and support our dreams, we feel better. We're more inspired and more energized. Number two, be intentional and prioritize your time. If you find yourself interacting with people who feel like they're sucking the life out of you, acting as energy vampires, it's best to limit your time with them so they don't blow out your light. Instead, prioritize time with people who let your light shine. First, you have to identify these people, which is what we just covered in step number one. Once you have identified the people who make you feel energized and let your light shine, write their names on a list. The next step is to prioritize time with them. Schedule time in your calendar for you to make a call, a text, send an email, a letter, a card. So often we think about reaching out, but then we get busy doing other things. This is unfortunate because studies show that the path to a happy and fulfilled life is greatly determined by our relationships. So we should be prioritizing our relationships throughout our life. Abundant, healthy relationships are proven to improve our quality of life and make us healthier. Take the time to show your appreciation for the people who let your light shine and let them know how meaningful they are to you and the impact they've had on your life. This is one of my favorite things to do with my loved ones. It feels good to let people know how much you love and appreciate them. And even though it might seem corny or difficult to get into words, it gets easier with practice, even if it might feel clunky in the beginning. Sharing your appreciation for someone can completely change their day and is one way you can pay it forward. Another way to prioritize time with the people who let your light shine is to schedule time with them in advance. When you schedule reoccurring coffee dates, dinner dates, Zoom calls with the people who celebrate your light, it gives you something to look forward to and it helps you maintain your good relationships. Putting something on the calendar is always more motivating for me. If it's on the calendar, it's far more likely to happen than if I just make plans in my head. I like to get a few dates on the calendar when possible. For example, schedule one call a month or one dinner or lunch or Zoom call and schedule them out in advance. Make it official. Send a calendar invite. Set up alerts. Send reminders. This might sound like a lot of effort, but most of this can be automated, so it's more about setting it up in the beginning just one time and then adjusting when needed. And number three is create distance from those who you know are candle blower outers. This can be a bit more challenging, but it's important to remember your time is precious. And each moment you spend with someone who is a candle blower outer is time you could have spent by yourself or with someone who lets your light shine. The best way I found to manage this is to create distance. I don't mean move away or ignore the person when they reach out. I mean create space for yourself before engaging or interacting with that person. When the candle blower outer reaches out to you, before you respond or pick up the phone, take time to center yourself, to remind yourself of your worth, who you are, what your intentions are, and most of all, what role you want to play in this interaction. For me, I like to take the time to give myself a little pep talk and make a pact with myself that I will focus on the positive and steer the conversation to highlight the good things and potential solutions instead of giving in to the negativity or joining in on the complaints or gossip. This can be challenging at first, but gets easier with practice. The benefit of this is that it helps you create a little bubble around your light so you can protect it. Another way to create distance is to take some time before you respond. 
Often we feel like a text or a call requires our immediate attention, when usually it does not. One of my favorite sayings when I'm feeling overwhelmed is to remind myself that phone calls, emails, and texts are everyone else's agenda for your time. When you give yourself a time buffer, 5, 10, 15 minutes a day, a week, you have more opportunity to center yourself and assess whether or not this is a priority for you. Often we let our actions be led by the pings we get on our phone. The time we spend is easily dictated by our last email, phone call, or text. We get a ping and look at our phone and immediately dive into the thoughts surrounding this contact. In short, we get distracted and taken off course. Silencing notifications and putting your phone in another room are two other ways you can create distance. Remember, the world you live in is the world you create. Being mindful and purposeful about who you spend your time with is one way you can keep your light shining bright so you can do more good for you and more good for more people. Now, you know the value of surrounding yourself with people who let your light shine and three ways to protect your light and foster good relationships. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a review or share this episode with a friend. If you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe and please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you.